Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly's keeps you in the Jersey know. Seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Travelly's Sunny Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Call him at 1 800 283 101.5. And welcome to Tuesday night in New Jersey, Steve Travelly's. You and me till 11 o'clock tonight. We got so much to talk about. Then again, don't we always at 1 800 283 101.5? We got to come up with some Jersey items if we were going to put a Jersey sandwich on the fast food menus. McDonald's got the uh, strawberry shortcake McFlurry. I said, I really never come to Jersey for any of this stuff with all the great food we got. We'll talk about that a little later on. Dick Van Dyke back in the news again. We got to cover that. Uh, did not trip over the hassock. Uh, but he had something taken away from him. You know, I guess what? Uh, would Something that could be taken away from you. And I want to know how you feel about this. How do you feel about TikTok? Uh, you know, there's a bipartisan effort in Congress to ban TikTok. You know, TikTok has been banned from all our government agencies, government phones. Our governor on uh, asked the governor of uh, the television version, not the hardcore radio version that Governor Christie used to do when he would come in here and take questions. But uh, he was asked about TikTok. And uh, he's not ready for the all-out ban of TikTok, but he is concerned about it. And uh, he was asked on his regular call-in show how he felt about it. And he said he's not there yet uh, that we should ban it. Uh, he said, I worry about these uh, folks for two reasons. One is the security of our personal information. I frankly think it's not secure, and that concerns me. Uh, and secondly, I think they have age-inappropriate content. When they say something is okay for a 12-year-old, then you look at it and you realize, you know what? It's not okay for a 12-year-old, not even close. I want to see that company do a whole lot more on age-appropriate stuff. Okay, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I hate the idea of banning, uh, as a proponent of freedom of the press, as an American, I hate to see anything banned. I like to have access to everything. Uh, if not for any other reason that uh, I get to know what you're doing. Granted, you get to know what I'm doing, but if I know that you get to know what I'm doing, I'm going to be careful about what I'm doing on there. But I want to know what you're doing and everybody else. And uh, the comments came as a bipartisan collection of federal lawmakers in Congress are pushing for a blanket ban of TikTok across the country out of national security concerns. Now, the TikTok CEO said during the hearing that the platform has never turned over user data to the Chinese government and wouldn't do so if asked. Of course they would. The Chinese government doesn't recognize freedom of the press. So if they ask, they're going to get it. You've got to know that going in. 1-800-283-101.5. Nevertheless, some of the FBI and officials and other federal agencies continue to raise alarms that Chinese law compels the companies, which is the truth. President Biden's administration is reportedly demanding the app's Chinese owners divest from the company to avoid a nationwide TikTok ban. Where are you on this? So a couple of things here. Uh, Should it be banned? Why should it be banned? And... uh, 
how much are you on it or are you using it? What is your social media of choice? Dawn is in Greenbrook on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dawn. Hi. How you doing? Good. Okay, so I'm not going the the political side of this. I'm going into, um, you know, just uh, back in the day, we rode our bikes, we built ramps, you know, we learned aerodynamics by falling, breaking bones. TikTok, I think, should be absolutely banned for the reason that the algorithm in TikTok is built to feed you the content that you're searching up. So, for example... Isn't everything built like that, though? Isn't Facebook built like that? Because how how many times do you see... uh, God, if I so much as think of something in my head, I will see advertisements for it on four social media platforms. If it's in your text messages, guess what? It's popping up on your Twitter and your Facebook. Yeah. You know, it's all linked together. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, like I have three teenagers. Right. And they just, they're on this TikTok, they're on the social media. And for example, my daughter went on my TikTok. My TikTok is about, you know, crafting or, um, you know, recipes or whatever, or how to do something. Right. And she goes one one visit on my TikTok and she searches up like eyelashes. All of a sudden, next thing you know, eyelashes. My content is gone. So you want to ban it because of that? Well, because I think. Well, I'm a teacher, so okay. For for the purpose of you know our advancements in science, right? You know our inventions. You know, the United States of America was like the leader at one point in... But what has that got to do with TikTok? I just think the kids are on this TikTok 24-7. They ha- there's no room for their brain to actually grow, make connections, build things, okay. break things, put things together. It's almost like debilitating. But the problem with this, Dawn, I understand what you're saying. The problem with this is if you take away TikTok, they're just going to go to Instagram. You know, I mean, that's something that you've got to train the kids and say, hey, you know, you, you need to get more in your life. I, I have twin boys, 16 years old, and, you know, they're doing other, they're on TikTok and they're on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, Twitter, but they're also playing football and out with their friends and they're playing basketball and they're doing things. You've got to, you know, you got to make it part of their life and not let them go down the rabbit hole. But that's not a TikTok thing. That could be in anything. True. Like, I have a son who's taking apart a car in my garage. He's 16 years old. And how much of that can he learn from going on TikTok? Exactly. And it's almost like, you know, like this whole social media thing is like ruling their world. That's that's for us, Dawn. We got to stay on top of that as parents and say, look, this is how much time you get. But not so much a demanding, this is how much time you get, but also a, you need to be doing other things. Open up their world so that TikTok becomes, or social media becomes part of their life. Don, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Governor Murphy's on the fence. Uh, President Biden, he's not sure. Uh, Congress, there are people that want to see it go. Would you like to see TikTok banned? Or what are your thoughts on TikTok? Do you use it? Does it work for you? Does it work against you? Do you use it to promote your business? Do you use it to influence? 1-800-283-101.5. How much are you influenced by TikTok? And do you know anyone who's being held back from what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? 
Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore, or I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc.? If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to my doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription is needed. Same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to Trinity rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit Trinity Rehab. I'm sorry, for more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's fast traffic. 1.5, the weather's brought to you by Casino Pier. Easter weekend just around the corner. That means it's almost time for the Casino Pier and Breakwater Beach annual Easter sale. Get the lowest prices of the year for rides, go-karts, games, and water park passes that never expire. Check out the details at casinopiernj.com. Every year, my father would go to the boardwalk and buy the passes for all the grandchildren. Try to miss them. 1-800-283-101.5. TikTok. Should we get rid of it? There are people in Congress who like to see it go. It's been taken off the uh, government phones, the government agencies. Uh, Governor Murphy himself says he's on the fence. What do you say? I say keep it. V is in Ocean County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, V. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What are you thinking? Um, so I'm like, I'm 21. Right. So, and I have TikTok and I actually didn't get it. Like when it became popular, I kind of was like late to getting it. Right. But I'm a musician and I'm a singer songwriter. So I personally use it to yeah. like promote my own stuff. And I know that small business owners use it to promote their businesses. And like, it's a creative platform. I'm not saying that it's like necessarily beneficial for anyone's psyche. I think mental, I mean, excuse me, I think social media isn't fantastic for mental health, but you know, all this being said and done, I think that TikTok being a social, like a political issue amongst all the other shit that's going on is ridiculous. V, please don't curse, please. It's, it's, it's oh, the, I want to talk to you because you're, yeah, I really do. Because you know what? You're using it to promote. You're a singer-songwriter. So you're putting your music out there. Is it working for you? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So that's the thing. You know, and are you worried about the political ramifications of it? No. I mean, I think if we're really that concerned about, like, data sharing and stuff like that, we should be looking, I mean, you know. <laughs> Don't share data on it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think there's, there's other measures to be used than just banning it on people's phones. It's not that's not the answer. No, and like I said earlier, if you know, if you take away TikTok, there'll be Instagram, there'll be something else. It's not about we want to ban people from social media, but if TikTok is working for you and you use it as a tool and you know how to control yourself or it with you, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I think the way that they're trying to weaponize it is just not true. Well, it's it's like, you know, they want to tell us what we can and can't do. Uh, so tell me about your singer-songwriter. What's uh, tell, How long has how long have you been singing and songwriting? Oh, 
Oh, for a really long time. Like since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, I have stuff out on Spotify and Apple Music. Beautiful. Um, so where can we go? To sell us, give us a song. Where can we get you? Give yourself a plug here, V. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a song coming out next Friday oh, yeah? um, on the 7th. Yeah, it's called You're the One to Lose. There's a pre-save link. Uh-huh. Um, I have, I'm like all over social media. Um, all right, where do we find you on social media? What do we, we don't just go V, so, right? Where do we find, where, where, who are you? So, <laughs> so my name, full name is Madhavi. It's M-A-D-H-A-V-I. And okay. then I go by Madhavi Davy, which is my first and middle name, uh-huh. um, and he spells by middle name D-E-V-I, uh, and that's my Instagram handle, um, that's what I go by on Spotify, Apple Music, all the things. All right, um, great. So yeah, that's where you can find me. All right, best of luck, and thanks for calling, New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Michelle in Westville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Steve. How you um, doing? I'm absolutely not for TikTok. I don't understand why our country is actually giving China more money to, you know, we are actually, you know, giving them so much money to have TikTok. Why would we support them when they don't support us? We're giving them money to have TikTok? How? Of course. Of course. People are subscribing to, and it's run by China. So how do you not think that they're making money off of it? Okay, I go. So the see, I didn't know you subscribed to TikTok. I thought you just got it like Facebook, Twitter, and everything else. You just go on TikTok. It, it, obviously, it's a profit center for China. But not only that, it was on Fox News last night where the Chinese kids have a have a, are, are, don't don't get the same um, thing that they, that we do on TikTok. Everything that their kids get is for learning, not this. Okay, but, but but Michelle, they're going to. But if I just may interrupt, I understand what you're saying. But if it's a business, then they are going to put product out they think is going to be most likely consumed by the customer. So if the Chinese, if they're you know, if the Chinese are into learning, they're going to do that. Meanwhile, the Americans, they figure the kids want everything, and they're going to give them that if the, if the idea is to sell the product. And again, I Makes don't sense. understand why. Why would we would want to support China? On well, that? think about all the things in your house that say "Made in China," and then give me that answer. No, I, trust me. I try. I don't shop at Amazon. I, I no, honestly, but but you, I'm not saying you, but maybe you know what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say here to support you know American products. I, I mean, that's me. I know not okay. that's not everybody, but you know there was also a report last night about the patriotism in the United States. How it's gone down to below forty percent. Well, that's not all right, but that—that's it, Michelle. That's no, a different topic, and we can do that on a different day. And I do want to do that topic, but now it's just about Twitter. So you're saying Twitter should be banned because it's from China? And not only that, but it's twenty—you know—the uh, customer that's on TikTok is twenty-four and under. Okay. Right. How do you think? But they're going to go somewhere else. The same information. So then, start something in the United States that promotes the United States for these young kids. All right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Uh, Rob is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rob. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, pal. What are you thinking? I think that, that like, China is probably laughing at us that we're worried about an act, right? If we're worried about uh, uh, hacking, we ought, to, we ought to build a better platform to protect us from being hacked. If we're worried about the influence, we either regulate it or do something 
the opposite way. Not banned it. I think banning it is making them feel like they beat us. Like, well, worried about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is not, from what I'm looking at here, this is a Chinese company. They're not owned by China, the Chinese government. Uh, they claim that they've never turned anything over to the Chinese government. I know that had the if the Chinese government asks, of course they will. But again, it's a... Compa- it's a okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Then why is it banned? Why is it banned all over our, our government laptops and government phones and Canada's laptops and Canada's phones? I mean, they're probably laughing at us. Like, well, it's precautionary. It's but again, you have to decide for yourself. You know, okay, the, this is what this is. These are the risks. If I know the risk going in, then I'm you know, and I choose to go in. That's on me, right? As a gov- as a government, as people, we ought to be smarter than that. We ought to be beyond that. Okay, you want to hit us here? We're going to do something better and keep it. Well, yeah, we can start our own platform. That it's called Instagram or something else that will keep the kids here. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. I got the Twitter poll up. Follow me at Real Steve Trev. Very simple. Would you like to see TikTok banned? I'll give you the results coming up. It's 730. Now, the latest New Jersey news from N5. Weather brought to you by the American Legion with over 250 local posts, 38,000 members in New Jersey. The American Legion stands ready to help all veterans and their families navigate the red tape to get the benefits they have earned. Why not join a local post today? Call 609-695-5418. Governor Murphy not ready to ban TikTok. Some in Congress are. It's uh, been taken off the government agencies, the phones. Would you like to see TikTok banned? 1-800-283-101.5. We got a Twitter poll, 69 votes in about 20 minutes. 65.2 would like to see it go. 34.8 would like to see it stay. I say keep it. As it worked for you, do you use it? Kevin's on 95 in New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's, hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. What are you doing? I'm driving right now. I'm driving home. Oh, okay. So you got, so you got a truck next to you. All right. What are you thinking? Listen, I think this whole whole thing is ridiculous, right? Because, I mean, the argument, what, what's the argument? That, that you know, China's stealing our information from TikTok? It right? can only take what you give it. You said what? It can only take what you give it. So if you know what you're dealing with, don't do anything on there that's going to uh, put you in jeopardy. But there's no reason why you shouldn't find out what's what's on there and learn from, learn from it or enjoy it. Yeah, no, right? Like, I agree with you, right, that, you know, you could, they can only take what you give. But at the same time, right, like, I have a smartphone. I use Google, right? I use Microsoft products, right. Sony products, right? right? And all these, you know, all these businesses sell your information, right? Like, exactly. China already has China already has our information, right? Right. Um, I don't. I don't think TikTok is a is a huge, huge problem. And it's not like I, you know, I, I use it every day, right? Like, you know, I'm 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 younger. Right? I'm 21. I don't use it all, you know, all the time. What do you use it for, when I'm Kevin? In the bathroom, you know. When I'm in the bathroom, you know, sitting down. No, but what do you, Kevin, what do you use it for? Like, when you go on, what do you go on looking for? I mean, you know, I'm not looking for anything in particular, right? You know, Entertainment? The, uh, 
yeah, all right. All right. So you would be entertained. All right. And uh, so it's – and have you used it to promote yourself in any way? No, I've, I've never once posted anything on TikTok ever. Right? I've never taken a, a picture, a video. I've never done anything like that. Yeah. So you're just basically one who's there – you know, you're a bystander. You're there to see what, you know, what's to be seen. Uh, not bad. Maria's in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Maria. Hey, so I first want to say uh, you're correct. There is already another app, and it's called Clapper. Right. Now, everybody is using this app and downloading it, becoming newly familiar as a backup in the event that TikTok is banned. But I don't think it will be banned. And here's where a lot of people aren't familiar. They're not familiar with the monetization process. Metaverse, which is your Facebook and Instagram will not allow politicians to monetize. That means they can't collect any type of earnings for the platform. Now, people need to think about that more closely. TikTok, however, will allow you to monetize, including people in political offices. And TikTok is housing a large percentage, one group being Shadow Oath. Shadow Oath is a bunch of law enforcement officers who are coming forward to expose corruption. This is what U.S. government is upset about, number one. They don't want that on TikTok. They, they don't, and there's a okay. ton of people, including attorneys that are doing this now and attorneys that are leaving the profession, hence why you have local courts you know, advertising, hey, have a rewarding career in the courts. People would see the system is losing good people because of the corruption. That's why we have a limited amount of law enforcement. We have a limited amount of youth wanting to work in any part of the system because the corruption is out of control. Hence, TikTok is providing that accurate information. So that's where the threat comes from with U.S. government saying, oh, it concerns the youth, but they're using. All right. So that's basically. Yeah. yeah. So now do you think it should you want it? Do you think it should be banned? Absolutely not. And I don't think that they are going to be successful in doing that. And so what they are doing is trying to take it down piece by piece. If you remember, they went after their own federal workers recently by saying that they can no longer have TikTok. And again, that is to prevent people from coming forward and mobilizing as they are Mm -hmm. with the corruption across the land. All right, Maria, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about TikTok? Should it be banned? Should we get rid of it? Or uh, should we keep it? 83 votes, 67.5% say they'd like to see it banned, 32.5% say no. Where are you? How much do you use TikTok? And what do you use it for? You know, we had V call in talking about how she's a singer-songwriter, and she uses it to promote her business. She uses it to promote her songs. There are people, politicians, who use TikTok to promote themselves. There are, uh, you know, as we just heard, you know, law enforcement doesn't want TikTok out there. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. How much do you use TikTok? And if you know what you're dealing with, and that's the most important thing. You know, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. They say they would never give information to the Chinese government. Of course they would. They're a Chinese company. They don't enjoy freedom of the press like we do. So therefore, you got to know that going in. So if you know what you're dealing with going in and you want to go on the platform, go right ahead. Governor Murphy, he's uh, not ready to call for a ban on TikTok. Not for an all-out ban, but he's concerned about it. Are you concerned about it? 1-800-283-101.5. And that's what it comes down to. 
President Biden is concerned about it. There's a bipartisan effort in Congress to get rid of it. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. Charlie's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Charlie. Hi, how you doing? Um, I, I'm actually, I'm a former security professional in IT, and uh, the amount of information that you can gather from TikTok and some of the other applications is crazy. I mean, people think that it's just, uh, oh, they're going to steal my, you know, my contacts and stuff, but you can actually get a lot of data, a lot of metadata from uh, Such TikTok as? And, and a lot of the other applications. So if people go on just to see something, what data are they going to be giving if they're not voluntarily giving it? Well, because the application can take other information, the contacts, it can, can take location data, geographical information. Um, and then with the AIs, um, you can get, you know, like China, you know, I know in the U.S. they ban, like, for example, Facebook from using facial recognition, but China does not. And they, they can pull all kinds of information built, you know, when the deep fakes, you can pull so much information. So basically, if you go on TikTok, they can find out where you are and who you are. Well, it's just and the thing is, when you agree to the terms of TikTok and any other of the social media services, you I mean nobody ever reads those things, right? I mean, they they can they have basically full. Well, that's very important. Don't agree. Yeah, and that's very important. You know, don't agree to anything. If you just want to go on and observe, you know, then that's a different story. If I go on Facebook, I'm not agreeing to anything. If I go on Twitter, I'm not agreeing to anything. I'm just there to see, you know, you scroll are. and see. But by just having the account, you have right. to agree to the terms of services. And they can put, like, you know, even, even Facebook used to do it, right? They used to pull your contact information. And, again, they can build a profile around the people that are in your feeds, you know, what kind of political aspiration, any posts that you have, all that stuff they can pull. And they can build a big profile for you. I mean, and you can think about, like, I mean, years ago I used to do training for people, and I used to right. give an example, like, you could pull a picture and you can see, you know, like just by the, the look at the geographical tags on, and this is like years ago. This is before the sophisticated, you know, new methods that are out. Um, you can pull all kinds of information just from a picture. Now imagine building a profile about you know, your kids, where your kids go to school, your neighborhood. It's real easy, you know, for nefarious people to, you know, build a profile. And if they sold this stuff out to like, you know. Well, that's a good point. Gets treated in a dark way. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Charlie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Would you like to see TikTok banned? Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing. No money or interest due for 12 months and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast. Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows as New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractors in 1979. They've been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Asking the musical question, should TikTok be banned? Governor Murphy, not so sure. He says uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. He's thinking about it. It has been banned from the government agencies in New Jersey. There's a movement in Congress to get it banned. President Biden's not too fond of it. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. Let's talk to uh, Steve's in North Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Steve out. Good evening, Steve. How you doing, brother? Good. How about you? 
I'm really thrilled to talk to you. And first, uh, I'm a City of Angels dad. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-oh. Anyway. My pleasure, Steve. Got, Thank you. Pull my, <laughs> all right. Pull myself together. Okay. This, this, is, this phone call is so important to me. Okay. I got two reasons for you okay. and no, nobody's talked about yet. Number one, remember this. It's not about the data. Every time they talk about the data, it's a distraction. The danger is what they have is called the heat button. It's literally a button that they can click in the computer to make anything trend at any time. And that's number one. And by So that's why when you think of something or type something in, tons of advertising pops up. No, it's no, it's more they can control the narrative. If they want to push a news story right before an election, they want to say something happened, something didn't happen. I see what you're saying. It will come up overwhelmingly so much to so many people that the public will believe what they're pushing. Okay. What's the other thing? And the other thing is, is, and this, I get this from being a city of angels, dad, what this is doing to people and kids and Every, even me that's tried it, every time you flick one of those videos up and you see something you like, it releases a little bit of dopamine into your brain, just like heroin. Really? And you keep doing it over and over again to yourself. And you are literally rewiring your brain by doing this. And it's done by design. They designed this into the programming. But Steve, is that just so, TikTok or all social media? Well, it, it, to some extent, it's in all social media, but TikTok was designed by the Chinese Communist Party. All right, Steve, thanks for the call. Meg is in Doylestown on New Jersey 101.5. Meg, I got 30 seconds. Absolutely, it should be banned, and artificial intelligence scares the heck out of me. It's almost like we're going to be living in the year 2025 soon. Yeah. You know what? Just like Zager and Evans once said. And how often do I quote Zager and Evans? Are you looking to sell your home for the most money possible? Call Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage to get your home sold for thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Sellers in Edison decided to divorce and go their separate ways to sell their home. They reached out to Rob and his team, who put Rob's unique marketing strategies to work to get the home sold. It took only 20 days to get 14 showings and multiple offers selling the home for $536,000. That was six. $61,000 over list price, enabling both to move on. Robert Kansky's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. Or Google robsellsnj and start packing. Ready to level up your life? The Jersey Cash Codes Contest is back on New Jersey 101.5. You could win $30,000 starting Monday. Listen weekdays 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for your chance to win. Download our free app for rules and details. Then get ready to level up with $30,000. The Jersey Cash Codes are back on New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelace. 
venue till 11 o'clock tonight. Talking Jersey because that's what we do at 1-800-283-101.5. You go to nj1015.com and uh, you hear about the Hillsborough producer looking for an unsuited suitor for the pilot called Unsuited, which has got Anthony Dennison in it. You may remember him from uh, Crime Story. He played Ray Luca. Wise guy. He played uh, John Raglan. He's been in, uh, what was it, The the Closer and Major Crimes. And uh, you know him when you see him. Also, Dan Laurier, who uh, you remember as Jack Arnold from The Wonder Years, played Vince Lombardi on Broadway. Both these guys are in this unsuited pilot. I hope this gets picked up. If it gets picked up, maybe like we'll get a, we'll get a shot at it, Rob. We'll be like the Flintstones. Pass the poi, please. Please pass the poi. That was an episode where Fred got a bit part in the movie. Uh, okay. Uh, Seattle City's been in the news a lot lately. Seattle City, where I have a summer beach home. Seattle City, where I take my kids in the summertime. My uh, 16-year-old boys are going to be looking forward to go to Seattle City like they have since they was little bitty babies. Only this time. There's a curfew that was voted today that uh, all kids 18 and under have to be in the house at 10 o'clock at night in the summertime. They vote on this today. Not when all the people who have kids and summer beach homes are down there for the vote. They vote on this at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. This is when they did the vote. And uh, they've adopted the ordinance. They will put the curfew in place. Uh, from 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock in the morning. And this is where we are. And I hate this idea with a passion. I really do. Uh, you know what? If you can't, you know, as far as they're worried about what, pop-up parties, they're worried about uh, kids crowding the boardwalk, there are laws in place. And if kids are unruly on the boardwalk, enforce those laws. If kids are unruly in the city, enforce those laws. Don't take the kids off the streets. Don't just make them go home. Because not all kids are rowdy. Not all kids want to cause trouble. There are a lot of kids who want to go down there uh, for the vacation that they've worked hard in school for all year. My kids are not looking to cause trouble. My kids would like to go out with their friends, and we let them go out, you know, at 11 o'clock at night. To go up to, uh, you know, in Seattle City, you go to the promenade. We used to own a little place in Seattle City called Coffee.Comedy. Now it's a Primo's. Right next to it is the Yum Yum ice cream shop. They put the gumdrop in the cone. And all the kids go there till like 11 o'clock at night. It's a fun place. They got a slogan. Smile, you're in Seattle City. Nobody was smiling last week when eight dolphins washed up on the beach. But that's a whole other story. But for now, it's not fair. To uh, kids that they should have a curfew at 10 o'clock at night, 18 and under. You know, 16, 17, 18, kid gets his driver's license, has to be home at 10 o'clock at night. Why? 1-800-283-101.5. I put the Twitter question up. Follow me at Real Steve Trev. You know, very simple question. Should Seattle City impose a 10 o'clock curfew on kids under 18? I say absolutely not. You know, the kids, the parents, the people who put money in the town go there for a vacation. They want to be out at night. They want to go to the theater. They want to walk the streets of Seattle. There's so much to do there. It's a fun place. Why do I have to now take my kids home at 10 o'clock at night when they're 16 years old, when they're going to be 17 years old? They're going to have cars. 
to get in my car, but they're going to be home at, at, at 10 o'clock at night. You want to bring your friends down. You know, there are basketball courts in Seattle City. And like every year, they would bring their friends, you know, uh, their football buddies. And they would go down to the basketball courts and they'd get into pickup games. And it was fun. Why does this have to stop at 10 o'clock at night? It's ridiculous. And again, why did they have the vote at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning in, uh, in March? When you know the people that own the houses the summer houses, are not there to vote. I don't get this. These are very benign ordinances. You see how Mayor Lenny Desiderio, great guy Lenny Desiderio, owns the uh, bar down there, kicks. We don't want to give anybody a record. We need to get some kind of authority back to the police. It was taken away. Who's taking away the authority from the police? If the kid disobeys, if the kid commits a crime, if the kid's a problem, well, then you take care of it. You deal with him if he broke the law or her. The two ordinances in Seattle were both adopted unanimously by the council, of course, uh, with only a few public comments. Well, that was that a comment, said Municipal Clerk Shannon D. Romano. One forbids uh, ba- any bag larger than 8 by 6 by 8 inches in depth, with some exceptions. God, they actually have bags in Seattle City? <laughs> they sneak them in from Pennsylvania? Uh, between the hours of 10 p.m. and 1 a.m., May 15th to September 15th, bags will not be searched. Uh, and the curfew. I couldn't disagree with this more. Where are you? You know, and is this something you want to see at the shore? You go away on vacation. You want to take the kids. You want to have a good time. You want to enjoy the nightlife. When you were a kid, when you were 16, 17, 18 years old, I mean, the smaller kids, I, I don't care. Bring them in at 10 o'clock, and they probably should be in at 10 o'clock at night. But come on. 15, 16, 17, 18. Why should they be punished when they haven't done anything? And why should they be deprived of spending money, my money, in the town in those hours, Right? When they want to go get an ice cream, or they want to go, uh, you know, hang out, or they want to go, you know, hang on the boardwalk, go to the arcade. What's the problem? You hire police officers to do a job. Did you tell me they can't handle kids? What about all, you know, all, all the adults, the young adults that swarm the streets around the Ocean Drive, you know, around Landis Avenue, around the bars? Not a problem. But the kids... 16, 17, 18. They got to be off the streets. They're the problem. Come on. Come on. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about kids under 18 being banned, uh, you know, curfew, banned from the streets in Seattle City from 10 o'clock at night till 6 o'clock in the morning? You on board with this? Would you like to see it happen in your town? Do you think it will happen in your town? 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How much money do you think they're spending? How much money are they going to be supporting the businesses with? How much fun could they actually have that they're not having? And now where are they going to be? They're going to be at home. They're going to be watching Netflix. It's ridiculous. You know, oh, my God, they may have pop-up parties. Well, you know what? If they have pop-up parties, and you, you deal with it. That's your job. It's not your job to make, make them all stay home. The kids are the problem? Come on. 
The ordinance justifies the ban by the threat of ongoing congregation of youth and others that could turn violent and carries a penalty for adults of fines ranging from 25 to $100. Juveniles will be given two curbside warnings and the opportunity to remove the item from the promenade, the ordinance states. After the second warning, the juvenile will be taken to police station and their parents called. It's ridiculous. What were you doing at 16 years old down the shore? Were you in bed? Were you home at 10 o'clock at night? 1-800-283-101.5. You know, I, I rarely invoke the A word, but I got to say, the idea of a curfew of 10 o'clock in Seattle City. There's only one word I got for this. Aristophanes. Aristophanes. <laughs> Ridiculous. You got it. <laughs> Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing. No money or interest due for 12 months and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to complete your project. This program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows as New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractor since 1979. They've been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. Here's fast traffic. Is the law, and the cops have to be able to enforce the law. By castrating the cops, you're not helping anybody. And if this is the solution, okay, rather than give the cops back the power, we're just going to, you know, make the kids stay home. Well, you know what? The adults are still out on the road. You know, the problem is, you know, all the, all the drunks that are hanging around the clubs and the bars, they're the problem, right? That's not going away. You're talking about 16, 17, 18-year-old kids who just want to, you know, go to the beach or uh, hang out at the arcade or play basketball. They're going down the shore for a vacation. Who the hell wants to spend their vacation cooped up at a beach house at 10 o'clock at night? That makes no sense. Uh, you're absolutely right, Jiffy. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Should Seattle City impose a 10 p.m. curfew on kids under 18? I got 91 votes, and ironically, 68% say they should. Why on earth? Will somebody call and explain this to me? Why? Why is it important that kids under 18 be home at 10 o'clock at night in July, in August? Nick is in Hillsborough in New Jersey, 101.5. Nicky, what are you thinking? All right, so, um, so I think it's stupid. I think they should enforce their laws, and that's solve, solve the problem that they're attempting to solve with this. Uh, and to my knowledge, because I was listening before, uh, nobody, uh, again, I, had, I wasn't listening this whole time, but um, last I heard, nobody was bringing up the fact that the curfew, if you will, for driving as a minor um, is 11, not 10. So it seems like technically you could be like completely legally driving in your car at like 1030 and then, uh, step out and get arrested or whatever the law is in that specific town. Um, because you're outside, but driving is completely fine. Um, which I think is completely stupid. Uh, I think that 
Well, that's a good point. I mean, that's a good point. You know, it's almost like the idea that, you know, you can serve your country, but you can't get a drink in it. You know, you can serve your country, but you can't buy cigarettes. Nick, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, which is a different topic as far as the military goes. But it's just crazy that 10 o'clock at night in the summertime, that we are asking that uh, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, be 18-year-old, I guess, be able to go out, be kept at home in Seattle City. It's a small town. What are they afraid of? What do they think is going to happen? And then what? Kids are going to have to have ID now? So they're going to harangue the little kids. Meanwhile, the adults uh, you know, are going to be the problem. If, in fact, they are the problem, like I said. If you have a house in CL City, and why didn't they do this? Like, why didn't we know as a, as a homeowner in CL City? Why did we not know that this was going to happen? I heard about it last night. Am I going to take a day off, get in the car, run down there and argue it? No. But it, it, what about the rest of the shore? If you've got kids, if you are a kid, or little brothers and sisters or whatever, and you're going down the shore... You want to have them home at 10 o'clock at night? What's the point of going on vacation? You want to go on the boardwalk? Ocean City did the same thing. You want to go on the Ocean City boardwalk. Kids can't go on the boardwalk at 10 o'clock at night. Wow. Have a fun summer. Enjoy. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, uh, Lefty McTweet, drinking at home is safer. <laughs> Uh, Joe, no way. 10 p.m. is too early for families, especially in the summer on vacation. Cuts all that money off the boardwalk. Nuts. And that's a very good point. What if you own a business? And I, you know, that's the other thing. I own business in Seattle City. I own coffee.com and the Internet Cafe. And, you know, who do you think was coming in and buying those drinks and that ice cream and all that stuff? The kids. There was a store next to it, the, uh, the Yum Yum Palace. They served ice cream cones with gumdrops in the bottom of the cone that would keep the ice cream in the cone. And the ice cream was amazing. They would come down Mother's Day weekend. And all they would do is from Mother's Day weekend through Labor Day, they would just scoop and scoop and scoop and scoop. They had right hands that could crush a Volkswagen. (laughs) I kid you not. But 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? Should Seattle City impose a 10 p.m. curfew on kids under 18? What were you doing down at the shore at 10 o'clock at night when you were under 18? I mean, like, uh, did they have a shore in Ohio and uh, when you were? Oh yeah, we're bi coastal in Ohio. We have the Ohio River and Lake right. Erie. So yeah, those are the coasts. So what was, what was young Chad doing at like <laughs> 17 and 18? Um, probably seeing if we had any spare toilet paper rolls that needed to be spread across <laughs> the neighborhood. That's about as crazy as it got in Ohio. Yeah. See, no wonder we moved. <laughs> now the latest New Jersey news from in- Steve Trevelace. How do you feel about this idea? A 10 o'clock curfew ban in Seattle City for anyone under the age of 18. This is why we take our kids to the shore, so we can be cooped up with them in a beach house at 10 o'clock at night. You know, the idea of the shore, it's where kids get to be kids. They get to go out with their friends. 10, 11 o'clock at night, who cares? I mean, when you're 16, 17, 18, God, I was home 11 o'clock at night when I was 15 in Union City. What the hell is this? Got 100 votes. 70% like the idea. These old farts. 
Get these whippersnappers off the street. Come on. 1-800-283-101.5. Mike is uh, on Route 57 on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mike. Good evening, sir. How you doing? You're breaking up a little. So, good. Sorry about that. Yeah, That's now. Better. All right. So, I think what happened here is uh, the town kind of put himself into a uh, central lawsuit situation. Because now the cops are going to have to profile young people, which they're not allowed to do, based on looks because they'll have no actual probable cause. So, what happens when they stop an 18-, 19-year-old and stop them from doing what they're doing to check their ID with no reason whatsoever, besides they look young? Well, now they put themselves in that position because of this curfew. Exactly. So I think any, any 18, 19-year-old who gets stopped just because they look young have, have, have a civil rights lawsuit against the town. What the hell is going on here, Mike? Seriously. What the hell? How did we get to this point? Connect the dots of stupidity that got us to where a cop has to now worry about his job for trying to do his job. And kids have to suffer for this because we have a governor who's such a moron that they can't figure out that it was working already. You break the law, you pay the price. Exactly. One of the things to a good law or ordinance, it has to be enforceable. This isn't legally enforceable, so it can't stick. And I'm surprised the lawyer didn't look past that. Well, the lawyer for the kids is going to look past that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I hope they get their ass sued so badly. I hope those beach tag ladies who work in triple time. You want to solve the border problem? Send the, Jer the Jersey beach tag ladies to Mexico. Take care of everything. Eight bucks ahead, they get in. Santa Maria, we're going home. All right, let's go to Bill in Rockaway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill, do you sing Sinatra? Never mind. What's up? Hey, uh, listen. I, when I was 16, 15, 16, and 17, and I went down to the shore with my parents, my mom and dad were like, you're, you're in by 10 o'clock. We don't want you out too late because, uh, like these kids these days now with these pop-up parties, they bring drugs to the party, so you have to... Well, then you bring cops to the party, and you bust them if they did something wrong. But not everybody has to pay the price. The whole class shouldn't have to suffer for that. Why don't we just take adults off the street, too? Because they may commit crime. Let's keep everybody locked up. Everybody stay home. Nobody can touch the streets. Then the cops will have a real easy job of it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that these pop-up parties bring all these drugs with them, too. Again, and I agree with you. But if that's the situation, then you bust the kids at the pop-up party who are using the drugs. You got to do your job. But that's, I mean, you signed on for the job. That's the job. You don't make the job easier by saying nobody can come out. Right? Bill? It's just this new danger with, the, with drugs and these pop-up parties. People are going to get hurt. All right, Bill. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5 again. If there's a pop-up party... And the kids are there illegally, and you tell them that you bust up the party, everybody go home, everybody get, that's one thing. And they disobey, well, then there's a price to pay. But the whole class shouldn't have to be punished because you're afraid of a pop-up party. Oh, my God, I'm afraid that there may be trouble tonight. I'm afraid a crime may be committed. Let's get everybody stay home. Oh, my God, I'm afraid a fight may break out. Now everybody's got to stay home. Somebody could get killed. Everybody's got to stay home. Is that the way to do this? Seriously? Corey's in New Egypt on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Corey, what's up? 
apologize. I think this is ridiculous. How so? Because I'm 20 years old. Me and my friends love to go down to the beach in the summer and go fishing at night after work. Right. And my friends have little brothers that are 14, 15, and they go with us. Them being minors, am I going to take the ticket or whatever the cops plan to give out because they're down there after 10 o'clock? That's a good question. You know, that that's a, you, you would be the supervisor. I mean, I'm thinking, like, so now, like, my kids want to go play basketball. There are basketball courts in Seattle. And all the kids go down there, and they get in pickup games. Not pop-up games, pickup games. So now we got to sit there on a park bench and watch the kids play basketball? Yeah, I, I think we're just down there trying to have a good time. Why is everybody getting in trouble? Punish the, the group of kids that's ruining it for everybody. Don't ruin it. Don't punish everybody for it. I agree with you, Corey. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Mark is in Jersey City on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Marco? Steve, how are you, pal? Any good meatballs lately? I'm telling you, that yeah, the meatballs are in Seattle City. <laughs> there you go. Steve, all I got to say is one word, bizarre. Bizarre. It's like everything else in the it's like everything else in this country today. It's just bizarre that they would, they would even think about this. They're going to send the kids home at 10 o'clock, back to the television, playing the video games, playing the Nintendos, when they're missing out on all the good times that they could possibly have, with it, whether it be girls or even mm-hmm. if it's drinking. Oh, God. You know what I mean? If even the innocent kids can drink and be at 15, 16, 17. We've all done it. We all have amazing men, me, me, memories at that age. And they're trying to take it away from these young kids today. It's a shame. It is. It's bizarre. It couldn't happen. I, I feel uh, bad. It, it's frustrating. Yeah, I feel bad for these you kids. Know? I feel bad for it's my true. kids because they're not going to have what we had. They're not going to have these memories. You know, hey, whoever, remember the time we went down to Seattle City and watched uh, and watched whatever the hell's on at ten o'clock at night? Remember the time we saw? Uh, it's ridiculous. Remember the time we saw a law and order organized crime? Yeah. Good times. No. You know, what were you doing? Remember we were that when we would you know, we were down the shore. I mean I you know, for me it was Altley Beach, Seaside Heights, now Seattle City. Where did you go when you were seventeen, eighteen down the shore? Yeah, same thing. Altley Beach, Lavalette, Seaside. Yeah. I was I was in Belmar in my younger days. You were you, know? go, you were getting ready to go out at nine ten o'clock at night. Out at ten o'clock, exactly, exactly. Mm. And you can't take that away from these kids today. They're missing out on it. It's just not fair. It's not fair to these kids. That's what's hurting the kids. Now, you know, are you going to sit them home? They're going to play video games. It's, uh, it's just it's mind boggling. And really then they is. wonder why the yeah. And then they wonder why why kids all they do is sit home and watch video games. Mark, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Do you know anyone who's being held back from uh, what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore, I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc.? If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor, doctor, and they gave me muscle relaxes and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments. Fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results
consults and three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Times River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. You can listen on... Um, Ready to turn your phone into a cash machine? The Jersey Cash Codes Contest is back on New Jersey 101.5. You can win $30,000 starting Monday. Listen weekdays at the start of every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for your chance to win. Download our free app for rules and details. Then get ready to turn your phone into a cash machine for up to $30,000. The Jersey Cash Codes are back starting Monday on New Jersey 101.5. All right, Seattle City uh, passed an ordinance today, a couple of ordinances. One of the ordinances says a curfew for kids under the age of 18. 10 o'clock at night. And it only goes from May through September. 11 o'clock at night the rest of the year. Now, they do this when the homeowners who have summer homes down there are not there. They do this at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday in March. Cowardly. Uh, Should they be doing this at all? 1-800-283-101.5. Joe's in Manahawkin on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. How you doing? When are you going to run for governor? No, oh, please. Isn't that our morning guy? <laughs> Not the governor guy. I, I'm sorry. I'd rather have you. But listen, I live down here. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Joe? My headphones went bad that time. You'd rather what? What was that, Joe? So I said, I live down here in Ship Bottom. Right. On Long Beach Island. Right. And, you know, I, I don't want to be an old, nasty guy, but at night. I believe fart would be the word, Joe. Go ahead. Exactly. And, you know, but. Uh, Kids are walking by. I live right on the boulevard. They're, they're right. walking by. I don't know how many guys last year I stopped. They wanted to jump my fence and go in my pool. Now, God forbid something happens in my backyard. I'm screwed. You know, there's nothing for them to do down here. The only place that's open to get something to eat late at night is Wawa. And that's where they all go to. Especially when the bar, when Joe Pops en- ends at 2.30, there's like a, you know, a just a, a wall of people walking there. Yeah, but that's different. I, I the Joe Pops is the old. The Joe Pops, they're they're adults. They're legal. They're not eighteen year old kids. We're talking well, about. Uh, All right, yeah. seventeen, eighteen. Oh, I, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. But you know, the, these guys. I mean, I I don't want to see them. Uh, I don't think we need a curfew. I think we just need our parents. Or their parents talking to them a little more, respect people's property. That's all. And and can oh, police and, to enforce that if they if the police, you know, the parents need. It, you have to raise your kid right. It, it starts at home. You're right. It, absolutely right. You know, I mean, I did all. We used to go to Billy Blake's department store and swim in the pools at night. Right. You know, because they were all set up in the background, in the backyard. But how about know, that? I, I like that. <laughs> go oh, swim in the it. pools at night. <laughs> but respect people's property. Yeah. You know, it, it, you're right. It, it starts at home. The, you see, but the, the thing today, when they go down the shore, the parents don't want to be parents either. The parents are on vacation, too, so they figure, get out of here. I understand. But there's laws that need to be enforced. And that, that's where people are so afraid to just enforce the law. If you remember, remember Beretta, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. If you're going to get in, you know, if you break the law, if you do something wrong, there's going to be repercussions. And they're so afraid of the repercussion, rather than deal with that, just keep them off the street. And it's not fair to the kids. It's not fair to the parents. You know, people have changed. I mean, we were we were ahead of our – I mean, uh, my wife was the president of our development years ago. Right. And a little girl got hurt at the pool. She fell down. This, 
and they called us up, and then, like, my lawyer said, my wife's like, well, what the hospital said? Well, we haven't gone to the hospital yet, but my lawyer said to call you and find out. Wait a minute. How's your kid? Well, then you got to get a better lawyer. Yeah, and, and it's, it sucks that it came to that. Sean is in Hazlitt on New Jersey 101.5. Sean, your thoughts? Hey, how are you? Good, buddy. How about you? I'm not bad. So I live in Hazlitt. Uh, you know, it's pretty close to the shore. My whole life, um, I've been going down to Wildwood. Right. And the boardwalk doesn't close until 1 o'clock. You know, 1230, 1 o'clock is a good day. I'm, um, you know, I have many memories with cousins, friends. Just, right. You know, girls. Yeah. Um, but my concern is, you know, these kids want to go to an 8 o'clock movie. They're going to have to leave early to... You know, get home by ten o'clock. Oh. If the movie is brought. Well, what movie? Are they right? They want to go to the beach. They want see. Like here's the thing, Sean. Like in Seattle City, I, I have a beach house down there. In Seattle City, they have pizzerias. They have ice cream places. They have a big promenade. They have a big like stage and amphitheater. And the kids arcade, basketball courts. There's tons of stuff for the kids to do, and they love it and they enjoy it. My sons are sixteen. They go down there, and I got to bring them home at ten o'clock at night to sit in the living room and. Stay there at the television, and that's their vacation. And for what I pay for that friggin' house, it ain't gonna happen. It's it's just ridiculous. Sean, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Thank you again, Seattle City. Thank you again. Next time we should get some Vaseline. Attention, New Jersey. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows is excited to announce the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. For a limited time, when you hire East Coast, you will get last year's pricing, no money or interest due for 12 months, and a rebate check when your project is completed. That's up to 19% in rebates. That's right. You can get paid to compete with your project. The program is only available through East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows as New Jersey's most trusted home improvement contractor since 1979. They have been proudly serving New Jersey's local communities, and this is one more way they will give back. So do what I did when I needed windows. Go to eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation. Don't wait to take advantage of the 2023 New Jersey Economic Relief Rebate Program. Schedule that free consultation today at eastcoastroofing.com. Bill Spadia. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Hope you're happy. Having a great Tuesday. Got a big show coming up on Wednesday. While you're waiting, go to my website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Read all about my solution to fix our school system and budget. I'll be in 6 to 10 a.m. on New Jersey 101.5 and streaming on our free New Jersey 101.5 app. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Whatever gets you through the night, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Steve Trevelyan's getting you through the night. Tomorrow night, we got trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Gemini's going to be here. Mark Riccadonna, Justin Gonzalez. Justin and I are going to be working together uh, Saturday night at a place called Studio 67 in Medford. Uh, also, Bob DeBono does a very good Donald Trump impersonation. He's going to be there as well. Jason Pollock, a good time shall be had by all. But tomorrow night, uh, Trevium. And they go to nj1015.com and you got to check out my, uh, my blogs about the, uh, the fast food sandwiches. See, like, there's a lot of good fast food items. Uh, McDonald's, is it McDonald's came out with the strawberry shortcake McFlurry where, uh, Wendy's has this incredible pub burger, the bacon pretzel pub. You ever have it? Bacon pretzel pub burger. Uh, oh my God. 
It's I get the double burger. It's a pretzel roll with um, bacon and like onion bits, uh, cheese. Uh, it's to die for. It truly is. And it's a seven and a half dollar bread. It's like seven nineteen for the burger. But it, food has gone up tremendously. But you know what? It's not bad because it, it, it's a burger you get in a restaurant. But it's a good burger. Like I don't mind paying if it's a good burger. But you know they've got uh, these fast food places. Like McDonald's is pretty much the same menu. They don't add very many changes to it. Wendy's, Burger King, they get creative. Uh, some other places that I, are not coming to mind, but you know. Um, Sonic, we really don't have. I wish we had more Arby's around us, but we don't. Um, but uh, I was thinking like about the great Jersey sandwiches or jer- that never made it to fast food menus. Stuff that we take for granted here that we love. They just aren't on fast food menus. And, like, if I were running a fast food place, it's hard enough. Like, when you're running a fast food place in Delaware or Nebraska, who cares? They're just happy to have something to eat that uh, didn't come from the farm. Uh, or did, but, you know, indirectly. In Jersey, you got to go up against these great Jersey eateries, these great Jersey pizzerias, these great Jersey restaurants. So, like, if I owned, like, a Wendy's or a Burger King or McDonald's or whatever, some fast food items that I would have added. Like, for instance, how could you not have a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese with salt, pepper, and ketchup on the menu? Would that make sense? I mean, Dunkin' Donuts had the um, the uh, pork roll, egg, and cheese on a croissant. You know, who the hell in Jersey eats a croissant? But they did. It was a compromise. It was good. I loved it. And I loved it so much that they had to discontinue it. Now, Wawa's got it, but it's a small bagel, the Sizzly, which is good. But, you know, uh, a bigger bagel would be preferred. I'm surprised that, like, Dunkin' Donuts didn't keep the pork roll. Disco fries. Right? I'm surprised that, like, restaurants didn't come out with, like, a version of Disco Fries. Because cheese curds made it to the Dairy Queen menu. And cheese curds, you ever have cheese curds, Rob? Cheese curds are amazing. I went to a Giants-Vikings game in Minnesota. And for $5, they give you a plate that is oversized. And it's fried bits of cheddar cheese. Deep fried cheddar cheese. Comes with a defibrillator. But it's worth every heart attack on a plate. And uh, my friend, the late, great, big Ron O'Brien, who was one of the best disc jockeys who ever lived, uh, would basically, uh, we have a party every year from my house for the Giants and the Eagles. And big Ron would come up from Philadelphia for the party. And we had to have big Ron sausage and peppers, which became a menu item at my comedy. And they also, we ordered out to Iowa at the time to have cheese curds shipped in so that I could make cheese curds for Big Mar. But they were amazing. But they were on the menu. So I'm thinking, like, what are some Jersey sandwiches or Jersey sides or Jersey items that would be great on a fast food menu? And I, I put it out to my social media. I use my social media following. I got a very good following. I got a very funny, sarcastic, hip following. And I put it out to my following, Twitter, Facebook, uh, the radio, to basically say, you know, where would you go? And the thing, I, the reason I do that, when you see that a lot, the reason I do that is because anybody can hire a food critic. Okay, Rob, you're the food critic. Now, go eat this pizza. Tell me what you think. Okay. But when I got people, and I'm asking, like, the opinion of the common man or common woman, the opinion of someone who's going to speak from the heart, 
and say, oh, where do I go? You got to go to this place. Nobody's paying them. Just they actually love it. So you get the sincerity. And that's why I put it up there for you. Um, so there's that. Also, this is the time of year uh, for homeless people. It gets really difficult. And, you know, we've done the topic many times. Would you give money to a homeless person? Um, Caroline Schur is the uh, co-founder of People for the Poor, and she's been on a number of times, and we spoke about how to help the homeless. There are people who don't want to give money to the homeless because they're afraid. Oh, they give him the money, he's going to put it in his arm. Well, what do you care? You gave him the money. It's, you know, when you give someone a gift, you tell them how you want them to spend it. Yeah, Here, take this $20. I'd like you to go out and buy this shirt with it. No. It's, here's your money. Go do what you want. Uh, but apparently when we give to homeless people, we have to tell them or make sure that they give us a full report as to what they're doing with the money. Uh, here's, this, here's my receipt. You know, uh, But if you don't want to give money, that's okay. Um, keep some socks under your car. You know those socks that are in your laundry room uh, that have been there for years and you can't find the mates? Just take them, ball them up, stick them under your, stick them under your seat. You, get, you pull over, you see a homeless person. Hey, you want some socks? They will love you forever because it keeps the feet warm. Those little dental bags, you go to the dentist, right? You go to the store, you buy a nice big tube of toothpaste, big toothbrush. You go to the dentist, it gives you a little BS toothpaste tube for what you're paying for that visit. And he gives you a little toothbrush in a plastic bag. What are you going to do with that? You're going to roll down your window, give it to a homeless person. They'll be so happy. But... Anyway, so that's there on NJ1015.com. Uh, one of the things that could contribute to making people homeless in New Jersey is the gambling industry. And there's an article that Dino Flamier wrote on uh, NJ1015.com detailing how New Jersey transitioned from the gambling prohibition to 24-7 mobile access. Less than 50 years ago, no casinos were permitted within New Jersey's borders. Enter Union City Mayor and Senator William V. Musto, the father of casino gambling. And next thing you know, today in New Jersey, we have anyone over the age of 21 can have 24-7 access to live betting right in their pocket or purse. You could be on the toilet and losing your house because you can bet online in New Jersey. We have more casinos than you would ever imagine. And you don't even have to go to Atlantic City. In the beginning, you had to go to Atlantic City. Now you don't have to go to Atlantic City. And there's a whole outline of the history of the casinos and their growth um, on NJ1015.com. So check it out. What I want to ask you, 1-800-283-101.5, how has gambling worked out for you in New Jersey? Casino gambling, sports betting, any kind of gambling. You really can lose your house while sitting on the toilet. Have you... Since casino gambling came and you started hanging out at the casinos or betting, you know, with the online sites or whatever, March Madness going on right now, of course, football, how would you say you have fared since you started betting in New Jersey? Do you win a lot? Have you won a lot? Were you able to buy something with your winnings? Is there something you can point to and say, that was the giant cowboy game in 2007? Uh, or that was my house. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm just curious. You know, are you a betting man, woman? What was the biggest bet you ever won or the worst bet you ever lost? 
If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But I would love to know. Just throwing it out there. It's been over 50 years of gambling in New Jersey. How has it worked out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Are you up or are you down? Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. On New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. All right. Uh... Rob, come in here. Go back to your youth a little bit. Were you a uh, Power Rangers fan? A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan? Or no? Yes, actually. You were, actually. Yes. All right. Who was your favorite Ranger? Uh, It had to be the the original Green Ranger. The original Green Ranger? (laughs) That was the one that had too much to drink? What? What? Uh, who was the Have you ever heard of Amy Joe Johnson? Uh, I think so. Amy yeah. Joe Johnson uh, is uh, not going to be appearing in the Netflix upcoming <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always show. Uh, something about the money. Please stop saying I didn't do the reunion because of money, she said. Simply not true. Maybe I just didn't want to wear spandex <laughs> in my 50s or couldn't go to NZ for a month or none of your. She really doesn't like this. Yeah. She doesn't want to be uh, bothered with this, right? She's 52, Amy Jo Johnson. Uh, She played uh, Pink Power Ranger Kimberly Hart uh, the first three seasons, appearing in 138 episodes. She's also made several appearances as uh, the uh, the character in the Power Ranger movies and specials from 93 to 99. She's been dubbed the original Pink Power. Power Ranger. Oh, I definitely know who she is then. You know who she is now? Yeah, because that was my preschool favorite movie. Mm, okay. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, you know, she didn't look much different she, from 52. They got the two pictures here side by side. But uh, she doesn't want to put the spandex on. Uh, I always thought it was other people under the spandex. What? Even when I was younger, I was like, okay, that can't be him. Like... Doing or the, they put his head on somebody well, like, else's they, they, body. They, or they, they wear like the masks and stuff because they're like, right. it's morphin time. And then all oh, of a sudden like. So that's not really her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's she, that's what like, I was thinking. Like they put on the helmet and then all of a sudden they're doing, you know, 360 flips and kicking random alien stunt things. Doubles. Like, yeah, stunt doubles. So like, yeah, so uh, Amy Jo couldn't do a stunt double, huh? She wanted, to, she wanted to put the spandex on herself. Eh? Please, this is her tweet. Please stop saying I didn't do a reunion because of money. Simply not true. Maybe I just didn't want to wear spandex in my 50s or couldn't go to NZ for a month uh, or none of our your beeswax. Uh, JDF and I both chose not to for our own reasons. They filmed before he passed. Okay. So here's my question. Uh, if you could reunite the cast of a TV show, who would you like to see get back together? Sopranos. Really? So what's left of the Sopranos? Yeah. I would, I mean, I would love... You could do that. I mean, if you, I, do you listen to this Talking Sopranos podcast? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was able to see, like, glimpses of it. I, I haven't seen the full thing, but I, I've, I've watched glimpses of oh, it. Oh, you'd be addicted. Yeah. Because every week it's a different script reading. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, my, my, that, like, my mom was a huge fan of that show. She's got a T-shirt and everything from it. Because right. what she did was is she would watch the episode and then she would watch the podcast. Because once you watch the episode, you're able to get the behind the scenes of you know what was oh, going pretty, on. She got a lot of time on her hands. Oh, yeah. Was it 52 well, episodes? Yeah, I mean, like hundreds of episodes. I'm telling you. She, what, what she does is she'll do laundry and then she'll have the iPad out and then she'll just she'll hear it. Like, she'll listen to it. So she'll watch the episode and then put the podcast on while she's doing her laundry mm-hmm. and hear them talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Because they had, like, David Chase on episode 39 told the story of, you know, what really, Tony dies. I mean, this he does get hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he explains the whole thing. And, and like, they asked him one question. Uh, why is it 10 minutes left in the greatest show of all time and Meadows having trouble parking the car? Because people have trouble parking the cars. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. But he wanted to do a show in real time. And that was the idea of The Sopranos. Not with the, like, you ever watch West Wing? Like, Aaron Sorkin wrote West Wing. And the pacing of the dialogue is just so quick. And everybody's so fast. And everybody's got the, the funny line ready to go. And as soon as you say it, I reply with it. I haven't even had time to compute what you said. But I've got the funny line coming right back. And it's that pacing. Yeah, Sopranos is the opposite. It just meanders. It just moves. There's no speed to it. When it does get fast, it gets really fast. But most of the time, you just sit. Remember the last season? There was like, what, six episodes in the last season? Yeah. And it just kind of, oh, they're on a fishing boat. Get off the boat! Do something! Eh, you going to catch any fish? I don't know. What are you going to get? What's it like when you die? When all goes by? And you're not even thinking about this. And then you remember it after the, you know, after the thing. Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, cast of Back to the Future is back together. And that Michael J. Hard. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and uh, and Jim DiLorenzo, uh, whose father is the family DiLorenzo Pizza Fortune, uh, Jim uh, puts on these Philly, these fan fest shows. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we're working on getting some of them on here. Uh, I want Christopher Lloyd. All right. Uh, a big Jim Mignatowski fan. But if you could, all right, so if you could reunite the cast of any show, and just have them, like, at a panel or just to uh, be able to hang with them, talk to them, put yourself in the bar. Who would you want to, who would you want to see reunited? You got the Sopranos. I think, like, Cheers would have been a good one. Yeah. Because Cheers, it's surprising that they didn't do that. You know, it's surprising that, like, with all these shows they want to bring back, bring back Cheers. Yeah, you put, uh, you put Ted, you, put, uh, you get him out of Mr. Mayor, and you put Ted Danson back in the bar. Sam Malone, and you have Carla back in the bar. Rhea Perlman's not doing anything. She goes back in the bar. You got Carl the waitress. George Wendt and Cliff Clavin aren't doing anything. Let him go sit back at the bar. So now you got the, you got the crew. You know, you got the, uh, the skeleton. And then to freshen it up, you bring in, um, you know, you go out and hire, like, the hot bartender, the hot young bartender, a couple of hot young servers, and suddenly you got a show. You nail it right on the new, then that makes sense. The new stars. What else are they doing? And then you could write, or, you know, you, if you get James Burroughs back and you get uh, Glenn and, who's the other, Glenn Charles and who's the other Charles? Les Charles. And they could put it together. What do you think? If you bring Cheers back, it could be done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could even, if you're not going to bring it back full time, like even a limited series, like a few episodes, people would tune in for that. Absolutely. And you could, you could, like, there are certain shows that would lend themselves to being updated. Because, yeah. like I said, you keep Ted dancing, you keep Rhea Proman, you keep uh, Cliff and uh, Norm, and then yeah. you just flesh it out with new people. 
Yeah, when you absolutely. Got a show. Yeah, you could put them all in. Everyone's still there. Like they brought Night Court back. Right, right, right. Why not? And if Night Court can be um, revamped, why not Cheers? And they only brought Lara Kett back for that. They should have brought Marshall right. Warfield back for that. Right, or what's the, uh, I forget the guy's Melissa name. Roush? No, the okay. Bale, um Bull. Bull, yeah. Uh, Richard Mull. Richard Mull, yeah. yeah. What is what is he doing? Why isn't he back in the show? I'm not sure. Who huh. would you bring if you were going to reunite the cast of a show? <sighs> if I was going to reunite the cast of a show, well, I mean, they didn't. I, I, I wasn't really satisfied with how it ended, so I would love to see Seinfeld come back, mm. even though I know they did the reunion on the curb uh-huh. season a few years ago, which was great. I, I, I can. I go home. I watched Seinfeld. I watched the same episode I've seen 30 times. You know I can what? never get enough of it. Enough time has passed that now TV land runs them in the overnight. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, and wow. just like when they used to run back-to-back episodes, and that's when I got turned on to them, you know, yeah. in syndication. Now I go home at night, and I lay, and it's, it's like eating chocolate. It's comfort Right. Food. You know it's going to happen, but you, it's like the honeymooners. You're still laughing. It's like now what makes me feel old is Pearl Jam is classic rock. It's on classic rock station. Like the grunge music in the 90s is now classic rock. It took rock. them long enough. <laughs> <laughs> 9.30. Now, the latest New Jersey Nelson says uh, she's not into Power Rangers special for personal reasons. Not money. Just didn't want a way to spend Dexter 52. I can get that. Uh, if you could bring back a TV series, if you could reunite a cast, who would you want to see get back together? 1-800-283-101.5. They have done it. They uh, brought back Night Court, kind of revamped it uh, with uh, Melissa Roush as the daughter of uh, Harry Stone, the judge. John Larroquette's back as Dan Fielding. Steve is in Bayville on New Jersey 101.5. Steve L. Hey, how you doing tonight? Good, pal. How are you? I'm pretty good. I um, so I, I love the 80s, and, uh, you know, I wish TV now was like it was back then. I mean, you know, I grew up with the shows like, you know, Airwolf, uh, Dukes of Hazzard, MacGyver. Uh-huh. And, um, well, MacGyver they brought yeah, back. I, they, they did, but here's the problem. Okay, right. the problem was that MacGyver was brought back as a spy, and with all this high tech stuff. Now, unfortunately, like I, you know, I'm old school. Okay, so right. I know technology is going to be taken over. Whatever you know, you can't fight it. You have to deal with it. But MacGyver, the original MacGyver with Richard Dean Anderson, he used his head and figured out ways to get out of you know uh, problems and stuff like that. You know, just without weapons or whatever else. That's what yeah, made it. That you know what? That's what brought the MacGyver the phrase into the lexicon, because when you said yeah. to somebody he's a MacGyver, that was who you knew exactly what they were talking about. You know, a guy who yeah. could who could fix your car with a twist tie. Right now, here's here, the, the reason why I called in, and I'm, I'm very very passionate about this topic because I have a close connection. Like I grew up with Knight Rider. Okay. Okay. You know, back in uh, back in 1982, I saw I saw it when it premiered, and I'm actually building a replica of Kit myself. Really? And yes, I have a 90. I'm my my kit is a 91. The original was a 1982 with a 305. Okay. And they also used the um they used a, an 83 when they redid it in, in uh, for the um for the third season, but they then now. They did reboot Knight Rider in 2008, which was kind of like a disaster. It was a girl, like, right? Um, it was different, right? What was... Um, there was... There was... Um, there was, was Hasselhoff uh, wasn't in it, right? 
No, he he was in he was in the uh, there was a pilot movie and he was at the very end of it. Um and so 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 he was at the very like the last 5 minutes of the movie. He was actually in it and talking to um Justin Bruning, who played uh, Michael Knight in the reboot. Oh, so so he was in my uh, Hasselhoff was in Michael Knight in the reboot. Right. No, the, Justin Bruning he played Michael Knight, and uh, Deanna Russo she she was um she was in it also. Mm-hmm. But they had like this whole this whole like um group of people. They 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 didn't stick to the original um the original principles that one man can make a difference. And, right. and that's what Kit, that's what Knight Rider was all about, and and I really I really want to see I want to see Knight Rider in the theater, maybe by Michael Bay or whatever else you know directing because Michael Bay did a fantastic job with Transformers and those. And you want to see him with Hasselhoff? I mean, uh, that that would be a good idea. Now, like my idea uh, right. is my idea with this whole thing would be to have Hasselhoff and uh, uh, Kit, like uh, the Trans Am Kit, not any kind of new one just yet. Have the movie start with Hasselhoff and Kit doing some kind of like a mission, and where something something really bad happens because like Kit was destroyed four times in the original series. Right. And so um so I think it'd be a good idea. It's like maybe have a movie of Hasselhoff with Kit. Something bad happens where Kit gets destroyed and then Hasselhoff gets injured or whatever, and they pass the baton on to a new my a new person with the updated car, and in that way they have the movie. They may even maybe set it up for a sequel or whatever else. A series. But have something. Do it like that. Yeah. You know what? Good. That's not a, you know it's not a bad idea if they wanted to reboot. Did you ever see? I'm a I was a man from Uncle fan. Robert Vaughn, David okay. McCallum, and. What, the thing that got me when they made the Man from Uncle movie with uh, was it Henry Cavill and um, who's the guy the cannibal guy um, I forget his name now the guy that played Ilya Army Hammer um, but when they when they made that movie the thing that was missing for me I mean because I thought Cavill really did a good Napoleon solo because uh, as a as a fan of the original series he played him the way Robert Vaughn would have played him and. What was missing was the theme. The Man from Uncle yeah. theme, it was one of the greatest themes in television. Dun, 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 dun. And it never made the movie. I mean, how the hell do you, you know, how do you not do that? And they never made any sequels, but it was the whole idea of these, you know, Man from Uncle, Napoleon Solo, Ian Fleming was involved in it. Uh, he was one of the writers. And Solo, the original, was supposed to be Solo, and he lived out on a boat. It was kind of like a Sherlock Holmes kind of guy, smoked a pipe. Then uh, they revamped him, and they turned him into this James Bond-type spy, and they put Man from Uncle on NBC, and it didn't really do very well from September till December. And then when uh, the kids got home from college and they caught an extra in the series named David McCallum, who had long, had a Beatle haircut in 1964, yeah. it's like, ah! And next thing you know, he became a co-star. And uh, the rest right. is history. But, yeah, but I get what you're saying. You know, uh, you can do it like that and you set it up. Do you think there's enough interest in Knight Rider to bring it back? I, I seriously do because, like, um... You know, I'm a part of a Night Rider community that's uh, that's uh, you know uh, takes you know we take beat up car we take like beat up um like uh, you know Trans Ams that need work and uh, I mean uh, I said that because I'm part of a face uh, Facebook uh, group called Night Rider Replicas. Okay. And um, we're, I mean we're they're, they're, there's people all over the world. Um, a close friend of mine actually had a kit car 
uh, you know, he brought it to my house, and I drove him around the block. Um, nice. There's, Look at you. There's, there's, I mean, there's there's night rider conventions. There's um, there's one in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, really? You know, I had no idea. There's, uh, there's yeah, the, um, I uh, I mean, I, I I want to say his name, but but I don't want to. Um, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. But but there's there's um. Southern Knights of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. If uh, you know, um, you can look that up and uh, find out about um, you know the events that he has. He has a, he has um, an event once a year for Night Rider fans. Some for Night Rider fans. I mean, even like even Trans Am fans. I mean, you really? know, it's like you know, if you th- if you think about it, like if it wasn't for Night Rider, if it wasn't for Back to the Future. Or, or Duke's Hazard. Cars like the cars that are very rare, mm-hmm. you know, shows like this are keeping those cars from getting crushed. Uh, you're right, Steve. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Get ready to. All right. So, was it Amy Joe Jackson uh, with Power Rangers? She didn't want to wear the spandex. If you could reunite the cast of a TV show, bring back that show as they're starting to do on some of these shows, who would you like to see return? 1-800-283-101.5. Pete is in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Pete? Uh, everything. But um, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I could be better, but eh, who cares? Not me. But uh, still. Small Wonder, you remember that show? Small Wonder? Yeah, do you remember it? No. It was, uh, um, uh, I guess, an IT guy, and he, he, you know, he built a robot, a robot daughter. Uh huh. You know, and he kept her in the closet. What? (laughs) What? Oh, I got it here. Hold on. 1985 to 1989. Uh, comedy science fiction. Yeah, today the guy be arrested. <laughs> okay, he built a he built a daughter and kept her in the closet. Okay, I can't believe you don't remember that. Uh, no, I was busy having a life. Uh, hold on, 1985 to 1989, first run in syndication. Yeah, how did I miss this? Uh, okay, who's in it? Uh, Peter Baldwin was in it. No, Peter Baldwin directed it. Starring Timothy Brissetti, Dick Christie. Uh, okay, I'm looking at it right now. You want to bring that cast back, huh? I, I mean, well, she's got to be all grown up now. No, I guess she's a robot. She's still a kid. Well, you have to give her some upgrades, no? Yeah, you really? That's a good question. Uh, you know, she'd be working on 1989 parts. That, or she'd just be a kid. You know, for inter- you know. Entire life. She could hang with Lisa Simpson. <laughs> it was also invented or born around 1989, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, one more thing, though. What's that? Al Kilmer was the voice of the 2008 reboot of Knight Rider. He was? Yep. Oh, how about that? I feel bad for Val Kilmer. He had so it do all. I, man. He had thing. it all. There's a story. His story is on Netflix. Pete, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Bob in Tom's River. Bob, what are we bringing back? Uh, the Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Darren McGavin. Uh, yes, Darren McGavin. We wouldn't have had the X-Files if it wasn't for that one season of uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. You know what? That's it's a good way. That's a very good one. Yeah, do you remember there was a show called The Invaders with Roy Thinnis? Yes. Remember, uh, uh, boy, Dennis. And Dennis. He, right, he would shoot them and they would just disintegrate. Yep. 
Yeah. That... A Clint Martin production. Uh, I, I watch The Fugitive. I see uh, every week I tape The Fugitive. It was 1 o'clock in the morning on Sundays on Meet TV. The Quinn Martin. That and Cannon. Uh, yeah, that was a good. Quinn Martin was good. Uh, let's see. Where can we possibly go from here? What the hell are you doing here? It's you in Amber. What's up, you? Yo, Trev. Listen, one of the reasons why I love your show. What's that? It's because you tackle the big issues. Yes, man. yes, I do. I do, you know. I touch the stuff that no one else will go near. Dude, I love it. And I laugh the whole time. Like, the guy you just had on passionate about the show with the car and everything, I was uh-huh. like, dude. Get a life, man. He, no, come on, man. No, but you see, man, I'm happy that he's got that. Because you know what? It's so cool to have something that you could be that passionate about. Well, that's true. That's right? You're an Eagle fan, right? People who are, people that way with their football teams or that way with their baseball I'm teams. I'm an Eagle fan, dude. I'm a Giants fan. Smart man. Smart always gave you credit for that, Lou. Okay, here's my show, dude. What's that? The Flintstones. Ah, can we get them back together? I think we could. Yeah, but but hold it. This is the reason why. Why? First of all, they were all great actors. Yes. Give them that. Absolutely. And then the other thing is, like, we're all into this, um, you know, save the environment and climate change and everything. The Flintstones, they had it right, man. Do you remember? They didn't have gas-propelled lawnmowers. No. They had animals that they had feet. Grass. They had exactly. They had animals that cut the grass. They had feet, right? Grass. Through the courtesy of Fred's two feet. That, let's ride with yeah. the family down the street through the courtesy of Fred's two exactly. feet. They didn't have cars that had gasoline. They just used their feet. But they, they, they. The wheel was already invented. So uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. You know. And when they go into the drive-in, you know, they bring out that rack of lambs and it sets on the car and the car tips over. Hey, I got a question for you. When they go into, when they're leaving the drive-in at the end of the show, what's the name of the movie on the marquee? Oh, jeez. Man, you're playing with me now, dude. You want me to tell you? I would love for you to tell me. It's called The Monster. No way. It's called, check it out, it's called The Monster. Check it out. Wherever the road takes you in New Jersey, take us along. Stay safe with fast traffic and instant weather every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. W. Trenton, WKXWHD. And when that moon gets a Yes, we are. At 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trebleys. All right, go to nj1015.com. Check out the fast food items from Jersey that should be on menus across the country. Check out the homeless, how to help. Uh, Caroline Scherer from People for the Poor gives advice. And it is worth checking out how you can help without having to reach into your pocket. Reach under your car. Give them those socks that have been hanging in the washroom forever. Give them those dental bags that you get from the dentist. Give them, you know what to give them. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, clean out your closets. Uh, we talked last hour about the TV shows that uh, you'd love to bring back the cast for. 
And then we got a caller who went off for five minutes on Knight Rider. And Rob comes in and says, oh, my God, did you hear that guy? And I say, yeah, but you know what? I love that. I love the passion because I'm that kind of way. I'm geeky about certain TV shows. Uh, I've read books on TV shows. Uh, The Fugitive with David Jensen. Huge fan of The Fugitive with David Jensen. I have seen every episode a billion times. Uh, I've had them on VHS. I've uh, got them on DVD. I DVR The Fugitive now. It's on Monday nights. I'm sorry, Monday morning, like Sunday nights at 1 o'clock in the morning, Monday morning on MeTV. And what a well-written show. Quinn Martin produced it. Uh, the idea, based on the Sam Shepard murder case, uh, Dr. Richard Kimball, an innocent victim of blind justice, falsely accused of the murder of his wife until a train wreck freed him, freed him to hide from lonely desperation, to toil at many jobs, to run from the relentless pursuit of the police lieutenant obsessed with his capture. And, uh, da, 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 and it was great. And for four years, David Jensen uh, chased the one-armed man across the country while being chased by Barry Morse as Lieutenant Gerard. The guy who played uh, the one-armed man was a guy named Bill Raish, and he was from West New York, New Jersey. So it was, a, it was a good show. But, I mean, I'm geeky about that show, like you just heard. There's another show called Wise Guy, where Ken Wall, uh, from 1987 to 1990, uh, plays undercover FBI agent Vinnie Terranova from the Organized Crime Bureau. It was a precursor to The Sopranos. Bought books on that show. Geeky about that show. Um, crime Story. I was so happy to have... If you go to NJ1015.com, you'll see the story of Unsuited, uh, a pilot that they're trying to promote with uh, Anthony Dennison, who played John Raglan in Wise Guy. And I had him on the show. And I was like a little kid. I mean, you think about all the people that have been on this show, and here's, here's Anthony Dennison, and I'm like, oh, my God, tell me about Crime Story. Crime Story was a great show. Uh, Dennis Farina, done by Michael Mann and Anthony Dennison. Uh, Leverage with uh, Timothy Hutton. Well, now Timothy Hutton's not there. Biggest mistake was taking Timothy Hutton off Leverage. It was kind of like, uh, I don't want to, I, I would say something cruel. Putting somebody else in front of the E Street Band. I would make the joke, but if I make the joke, I'm going to hurt the feelings of the guy I would mention, so I won't do that. But, uh, so let's do this. Let's get geeky with it. Let's uh, let's get a little geeky with it. I got two questions. Now, we talked about Knight Rider earlier. 1-800-283-101.5. I want you to give me either A, give me the TV show or movie that you are geeky about. That you just dove in and wanted to know everything about the movie, everything about the actors, everything about everything. Or give me your favorite TV or movie car. Because I'm wondering what's going to happen in the future with the TV and the movie cars as the cars become more and more boring. You know, Kit was a cool car because it was a Trans Am. It was a good-looking car. Bewitched had a Camaro. Rockford. James Garner, as Jim Rockford, had a gold Trans Am. Magnum had a Ferrari. Who gets geeked about a Hyundai? I'm driving my I'm driving my Honda Civic to fight crime. Come on, who's doing that? one 800 Nothing against the Honda Civic. If you want to have me endorse one, I'm totally here for you. I will drive. <laughs> but I want you to give me either the TV show that you're geeky about or... 
your favorite television or movie car. Like if I said to you, you could have that car right on the lot. You're walking down the lot of famous TV and movie cars, and you could have anyone off the lot. Which is the one that you would want? Would you want the DeLorean from Back to the Future? Would you want the Aston Martin from James Bond? I thought it was so cool in Skyfall, and I felt bad about Skyfall because Bond could no longer it could, Bond could no longer have sex. He had the the Bond girl had to be the old lady who ends up dying in the end. They just completely, you know, completely sucked the masculinity out of James Bond. But anyway, uh, they brought back the Aston Martin in Skyfall, and I I, I, I choked up when I saw it. I got teary eyed. There it is. And for a minute, James Bond was James Bond again. And so you looked across and you saw the old lady riding with him, and you're like, Ma! Oh, God. No, 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 no. This is a nightmare. This can't be happening. So 1 800 283 101.5. And by geeky about the TV show, I mean, you know, the one that you know everything about. You know, it was so nice listening to the dude talk about Knight Rider because you could tell, you could hear it in his voice how much he loved it. Do you go to these fan fest shows? There's a Beatle Fest this Sunday at the uh, uh, Hyatt Regency in Jersey City. And we had uh, Mark Rivera on last week, and we had Joey Mullen from Badfinger on talking about it. And Patty Boyd Harrison is going to be there. Patty Boyd Harrison Clapton. The woman wrote a book. She is the subject of the song Wonderful Tonight. She is the subject of the song Something. She is the subject of Layla. And she's going to be there. And you're thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> so 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your coolest movie car or television car. The one that if you could have it, you could drive it right off the lot. What was the one you wanted? What was the one you imagined yourself driving? And how boring. Is that, are they not even going to work cars into TV shows anymore? Are they really? I mean, what are they going to, like, really, what's the car they're going to put in? Um, I don't know. I remember uh, Leverage had a Genesis in, like, season two. But you, don't really, you never really saw it that much. But 1-800-283-101.5. What, nothing? Come on. What's the TV show? That you are, and by geeky, I mean you just love it. You know everything about the show. You know the inception. You know the actors. You know the plot lines. You know, like talking Sopranos, where uh, Michael Imperioli and uh, Stephen R. Schripper just go over the script and tell you everything, and you lap that stuff up, because I did. What's your geeky, your geeky pleasure TV show? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Or your car. If you could have any TV or movie car, I'll go either way. What's the one that you would want? Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. You ready to turn your phone into a cash machine? The Jersey Cash Codes Contest is back on New Jersey 101.5. You can win $30,000 starting Monday. Listen weekdays at the start of every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for your chance to win. Download our free app for rules and details. Then get ready to turn your phone into a cash machine for up to $30,000. The Jersey Cash Codes are back starting Monday on New Jersey 101.5. Asking the musical question. If you... uh, if you could, uh, give me the TV show that you're most geeky about. But if you could have any car off the lot from a television or a movie, 
What is it you'd be driving right now? Kevin is in Piscataway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you, pal? Well, I'm doing all right. Just got off of work. Huh. My my three cars. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of cars, but I these are the first three that I thought of. Okay. The first one would be the General Lee. All right. From the Dukes of Hazard. Yes, sir. Okay. The second one would be the original Batmobile from the uh, TV show. That was a 55 Lincoln Futura. Yes, it was. How about that? And the third one would be the main protagonist from the movie The Car. I forget right now what uh, what kind of car was off the top of my head, but it was just the a car? gorgeous black sedan. Yeah. What was that? I, I, for life, I, I want to say I think it was a Cadillac. And it was actually, if I remember the story correctly, it was actually... The Car Road to Revenge. That's the sequel that sucked. Oh, all right. That's the one that sucked. Okay. What was... Yes. All right. Hold on. Uh, I don't know. The, it was made in 2019. The Car was made in 1977. And I'm trying to see. Burt Reynolds was in it? No, Burt Reynolds wasn't in it. It was uh, I'm looking at Burt Reynolds. Who is it? James uh, Bro- oh, James Brolin. Yeah, James Brolin yeah. looking a lot like Burt Reynolds. He had the mustache. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that's for 78. I can say, yeah, I'm at. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Are the car movie images. Let's see what it is. Uh, it is kind of a weird car. What the hell is it? It doesn't tell you. You can find the information because, like I said, I, I can't. I've researched it, so I and it was rented to the movie production team by Anton LaVey. Right. It's not good. He was the founder of the Satanic Church. Oh, really? Yes. I, 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 I want to say Lincoln, either Lincoln or Cadillac. It's got the weird headlights in the front. It was all customized. Yes. Oh, it was all customized. Okay, so it was created for the Correct. movie. I got it now. Yeah. Wow. Good-looking car. All right, man. Good no stuff. No door handles. No? How'd you get in and out? You got to go jump in or jump through it? I have no idea, to be honest with you, because every time they did a scene with a door opening, you saw the door, it had no handles. Scary. You know what? Very much. You got to put in Christine. Definitely Christine is another one. Got to put Christine in. They put it in the junkyard, and the last scene to come, you see the bumper just bring it me out, bring itself back. Kev, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jenny is in Manville. What's happening, my friend? Hey, Steve, always having fun, and it's even better when I get the call and talk to you. You know what? I leave a candle burning by the console every night, hoping for this moment, Johnny. Hey, I, I try to call as often as I can. You know, uh, just so you know, on Sundays, I am actually in Manville at Manville High School, where my son is doing a quarterback camp uh, with a whole bunch that. of other guys. I heard that. Yes. Uh, and nice you didn't come out with a six-pack or anything. That's all right. That's okay. Oh, I bring a case. I wasn't thirsty or anything. <laughs> I bring a case. No, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Well, let me. If you ever do, let me know, and I'll stay. Sometimes I just drop him off and split. It's a. Four, they. He's up there for three hours. Actually, four hours. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, well, give me your car. Uh, he just said it, it was uh, on my top, top of my list. One of them is the uh, General Lee. And you want uh, Daisy in the front seat and the passenger seat? Oh yeah. There we go. 
But, um, yeah, no, that car, by the end of the series, it wasn't because anybody wanted to get off the show. Right. It was because they just were running out of anything that looked like a, a Dodge Charger. <laughs> they just had a big vat of orange paint, and they were dumping Cornettes, Plymouth Saddle. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you see the car start to jump, and when it landed, it was a Plymouth Satellite with an automatic transmission on the column. <laughs> and they just ran out of the darn cars. So the kit car, did, uh, when they uh, came out with Night Rider, they right. did it right. The car was still in production. I, I was in Universal Studios in Florida, mm. and, and, and I while you're there it's, it's an amusement park thing but there was like 42 kit cars there with all the lights and oh really yeah so that car that that show could have ran forever do you remember remember rockford right rockford got a new oh, firebird my, every I year it. it wasn't a trans am though no it was a firebird, firebird. but he got a new one every oh. year <laughs> Yeah, he drove the crap out of that thing. Uh-huh. Holes. He was best friends with his uh, his auto body guy because he was always bullet holes. Oh, I love that show. Remember Angel Martin? Don't worry, Jimmy, I won't say a thing. He lives at 29 Cove Road right down the beach. You can't miss <laughs> Mark, what the hell is this? Stuart Margolin. That's it, yes. Stuart Oh, my Margolin. God, he was great. He was, he was such a... Uh, a skunk and a great friend at the same time. The two of them. The one scene when uh, Angel buys the land, uh, he gets involved in this land deal, and you see the next scene, the two of them standing in the swamp, and he's like, Rancho Angelo. Kind of takes your breath away. He's like, I'm going I'm to call it Rancho Angelo, Jimmy. And then you see the next scene, the two of them standing in the swamp. Rancho Angelo. Kind of takes your breath away. I know. I loved it. Oh, my God. That was, yeah, that was beautiful. He, and he thought he was a big deal. Another time, he's staying in a uh, hotel suite. Uh-huh. And, and burning and lighting cigars for $100. <laughs> <laughs> or remember the one where, hey, Jim, when he's with uh, Moroccans, with the, with the gangster gangsters, he says, yeah, Angel died. What do you mean, and when? Tomorrow, 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the whole, like, that show was great. It was. I loved it. Holds it holds up today. It yeah, holds up today. Absolutely, Johnny. Thanks for the call. Let's get Rick in Robbinsville. What's up, Ricky? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. How about you? I'm great. I just came back from the Flyers game. They uh, they won again. Wow, what's going on? Do they know that they're the Flyers? What happened? Yes, they don't. They got nothing to lose. <laughs> really? What's your show? Yeah. My show is Leave It to Beaver. Really? I watch it every morning for an hour from 8 to 9. Nice, nice. Now, why do you like it so much? I love it because it brings me back. When I, like, growing up when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, 60s. It, yeah. It, it, uh, it just makes me feel good. It's a good, a feel-good show. Yeah, and you know what else? The mom of Leave It to Beaver was kind of hot. Yes, she was. Yeah, nobody ever noticed that. But you know what? You just no, took out the mom. Well dressed. Barbara Billings. Always well dressed. Always yeah. well dressed. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you, Beaumont, right? Who could solve all problems. That's right. I like that. Good stuff. Dream, dream father. <laughs> exactly. Hey, for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You ever noticed Beaver's mom? Yeah, absolutely. Surprisingly. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And those that all like all those shows, like those early sixties, all mm-hmm. the women wore these dresses around yeah. the house. Well all Donna day. Reed, Donna, Donna Reed, Reed yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, something about black and white brought out the best clothes. <laughs> yeah. Ten thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news from N twenty five, Steve Trevelace. 
right. What's the show you're geeky about? What's the car you love to have? Either or. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's talk to Walter is in Mercerville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walter. How are you? Good. How are you? Can't complain. No one listens. Oh, it's early yet. Give it an hour. Eh, I'll try. All right. What's your, what's your show? I was going to say all in the family, but then I really thought of it. Nah, I figured, eh, mash. Bring that back. Ooh, mash is a good one. You know, they did uh, Alan Alda a couple of a month ago. Had yeah. a, an AI, a chat GPT, write a mash script. And then he got Mike Farrell to read it with him. And this was only like a few months ago. So you got Alan Alda and Mike Farrell, both in their 80s, doing a script read on MASH episode written by a chat GPT. It wasn't as good as the original MASH, but they tried it. Nah. Nah, but that, that would be good. That, you know, that, that show was so, far, it was so far ahead of its time that it holds up today as cutting-edge television. Oh, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Did you like the early part or the later part better? I actually uh, watched it all all through on Netflix. Uh huh. You did. I did. Man, from the beginning to the end. And which ones did you like? The early episodes or later episodes better? Early episodes. Yeah, they were funny then. You know the the one difference with Mesh. There was the one episode when in the early early episodes they're going to take out Flag's appendix, and it was a joke. And in the later episodes, they were gonna. Hawkeye was gonna take out a guy's a general's appendix, and BJ's like, "That's mutilation! You can't do that!" And it became a drama, and it was the same premise, just done two different ways. Yeah. All right, that's good. I like. Okay. But then I liked it also when they got the uh, the colonel. Which one? Oh, the, the yeah, the colonel that came in, the new one. Oh, Sherman Potter. Sherman Potter. Yeah, I like yeah. him in it. Well, you know, all in the family. I was watching. Um, I was watching. Uh, I saw Archie's death scene with Edith, uh, yeah. and Gene Stapleton wouldn't come back to do the death scene. She said that you know the character had run its course. She didn't want to come back anymore. She was only in four episodes the previous year, so she was open to coming back for special occasions. But she said that you know she didn't want to come back, and they were going to kill the character. And she said she didn't want to play a death scene. And uh, so what they did was they they had Edith die in Archie's Place. They changed the name of the show and went from All in the Family to Archie's Place. And in the episode, they take out uh, friends had gutted the room so that he only came in to an empty room to go to sleep. And the episode was he wouldn't take, remember the little girl they were looking after? He wouldn't take the little girl to the cemetery. And he comes in, and he's about to go to bed, and he sees a pink slipper under the bed. And he plays the scene with the pink slipper, and it will bring tears to your eyes. And I found another on, on uh, I found another thing on YouTube where Edith uh, Jean Stapleton and Carol O'Connor reunite in 2000 on the Donnie and Marie talk show, and they ask Edith they ask Jean Stapleton to do the voice of Edith, and she says I don't do that I don't do that 
First of all, I got a lot of money to do that voice. You go, I'll give you 20 bucks. No, no, a lot of, more than that. I don't do the voice. And she refused to do the voice. Uh, he said, you know, it was over. But, what? yeah, what an incredible show that was. Walter, great stuff. Let's go to Pete in Leonia, New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Pete. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Um, I actually grew up in Leonia. I don't live there anymore, but I went with that because growing up, my favorites were Stanford and Son and also Barney Miller. Watch it out with my dad after watching the next games because I'm pretty sure they were on, like, back-to-back. Uh-huh. Barney Miller was on Thursday nights, I think, and Sanford and Son was on Friday nights. Okay, then maybe then it was like in the 80s when they did the reruns. It could be. Because my old man watched them both. I love Barney Miller. I love Barney Miller. Was like it was like hanging out with the boys. I mean, that was just a funny show. And uh, and Sanford and Son was hysterical. Yeah. Can I get, throw in a favorite car? Because I missed that before. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, cool. Um, the the uh, Road Warrior, uh, the first one, Mel Gibson's good. My cousin, actually, uh-huh. like in the 80s, he's a little older. But he actually had a Mustang and painted it just like that, the MFP Max. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, people in Jersey City lived at Heights. Like, it was, like, known up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I hope, you know what, I hope the Mustang survives. They got rid of the Camaro. They got rid of the Challenger. Please, don't, don't get rid of the Mustang. If anybody's listening to makes that decision. Pete, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I want it under 283 101.5. Yeah, it's going to suck when they, with these electric cars and then, uh, you know, then the, the driverless cars. Cars are just going to lose their sex appeal, you know? Uh, but then again, if you got to be at the, in the house at 10 o'clock at night in Seattle City and you're a kid, you have no shot anyway. <laughs> hey, Hey, sweetheart, you want to go to the movie that ends at 9.30 so I can have you home by 10? All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, if you're ready, I'm ready. In that case, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trev Lines. I read the news today. Doctor, doctor. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? I was wondering the same thing. All right, speaking of television. Yes. There is a mob-themed eatery called the Mob Burger, and they're opening up their second restaurant in Hackensack. Was that made out of Richie Aprilli? <laughs> Remember they threw him in a sausage grinder? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. So they now have... I just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> they have mob-themed eatery offers, which are named The Goodfella, The Tony Soprano, The Usual Suspect, The Godfather, and Stuffed Burgers. Stuffed Burgers? Yeah. All right, what's, what's in The Usual Suspect? I don't, I don't know. Oh, they don't have the, they don't give I don't the think item? so. No, oh, no. That's a good idea. I like it though. Yeah. Do you think like, you know, like you give a bad tip, you get whacked? I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, you give a bad tip, you get whacked. That's good. All right. Yeah. That's a bad tip. How much you're leaving? Yeah. I, I, you know, like, I mean, if you're leaving. You, you give like, you give like 10% and the waitress stares at you. You give another 20% and the waitress stares at you. You know, it's like a, what was it? Uh, yeah, what's it? Stephen R. Shripper, you know, being there like the loan shark collecting. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about this? I'll give you this one. 
Amazon Prime released its slate of games featuring the Yankees during the upcoming 2023 MLB season. Today. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. We got to we got to do the commercial. Same. We'll come back gotcha. And do it. All Jersey Five, ready to bring on spring. This is the last week you can win a free spring staycation at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win your free spring staycation in AC. There's three winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Bring on spring, win your free spring staycation from New Jersey 101.5, he said. Hi, Robbo, what's going on? I should put this on. Okay, <laughs> what's going on now? Okay, so I went over uh, right, right as we went to the break. Amazon Prime released its slate of games featuring the Yankees during the upcoming 2023 MLB season today. Oh, good. So here's the thing. There's 20 games, so it's not like a huge amount, right. but you have to subscribe to get those live games. It's not like you just have Amazon Prime, like, you know, mm-hmm. like my, my mother is a huge Amazon Prime user, but we can't get these games because it's, it's, you have to go an extra level now. Oh, screw that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because for me... The Yankees I, don't have enough money. I, I, Amazon doesn't exactly. have enough money. Amazon doesn't have enough money. They can't give you these games. That's what I'm saying. Because, uh-huh. I mean, you know, we don't we don't know how, like, important these games the are going to be. go home. But, like, imagine. Imagine, like, you know, the series is on the line. Mm-hmm. And you no, have to... that game. No, you don't think so? I like, what, like, what if it's like a seat, like, you know, like the season? Like, because one of them is, the last game is September 27th, Ooh. and it's at Toronto. That could be something. So, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I love how it's very in advance, but... Well, what do you, how much does it cost to get the game? Uh, so, it it would have to be a certain, like, so it, it, it's like a payment block. So, it, like, you have to get, like, a certain plan. So, like, Hulu Live Sport, like, it, it's kind of like the Hulu Live Sport it situation. Cost? It's like around, it's around like $12, I'd say, right. $12, $12 so, a you month. You know what? Yeah. If I bought a ticket, how much would it cost me? So for 12 bucks, I could see the game in the comfort of my own home with all the camera angles, and I get to hear uh, John Sterling and Michael Kay, and you know what? Yeah, fine. I, I, I mean, it, it's kind of cheesy, but you got to do what you got to do. Amazon's got to pay for it, and they got to pass the buck, you know, to, to, the, to the fans, to the viewers. Would you want baseball to be like this in the future or no? You know what I would want? Uh, same thing for football. Uh, I'm surprised the NFL doesn't do it, and I'm guessing they one day will. Mm-hmm. Single game packages, or Ooh. single or season t- or single team season ticket packages. So, like uh, Doyle is a diehard Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, so he could just uh, you know get the Lions season ticket package for X amount of dollars, and they will just give him the Detroit feed on his cable. And he could watch all the Lion games. Or let's say he doesn't want to do that, but let's say the Lions are playing the Packers for the division title. And, you know, for $10, he could have that game. Okay. As opposed to, I got to go to DirecTV, I got to buy the season ticket, it's going to cost me a couple hundred hours, and I'm going to get a bunch of games I don't need. Yeah, you're right. Cause... My son's a Falcons fan. I could do that for him. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. So do you, you don't like the money? Stu- it costs me for therapy. I don't get it. I'm <laughs> you don't like something like NFL Red Zone, where the guy is like struggling oh, to he likes ta- that. talk about four or five well, games that, at a time. That dude doesn't go to the bathroom from eleven o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock at what? night. What? Yeah, 
Are you serious? I swear to God. I mean, like... Read up on him. He does not he I, does not use the bathroom from 11... God forbid, he said... From, it was at 1 o'clock. From when a game starts at 1 until 7 o'clock at night. He does not use the bathroom. He is there for the entire thing. How much coffee do you think that guy has? None. No, he can't. No. What, what, what about a coffee patch? And nothing. Takes off the buttons? I don't know. But he does not. Uh, he does not go pee pee. <laughs> that is crazy. So, well, one o'clock, and the last game is what seven thirty. Yeah, six and a half hours. But when he goes, <laughs> yeah, believe me. Uh-huh. All right, kiddo. Uh, I think uh, I think we may have to end it. You got one more? Give me one more. Yeah, I'll give you one more. So Mercedes Benz is recalling sixty-one thousand four hundred fifty vehicles due to a fire risk caused by a. A faulty air conditioning drain hose. Well, that was worth waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I, I'll have to remember that when I go out to my Mercedes. After all that money, though. Like, it's an expensive car. You well, know? actually, my Mercedes is in the shop, so I'm forced to drive this piece of crap outside. <laughs> Good job by you, my friend. Thank you. Got New Jersey's. This has been the Steve Travelli Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.